Welcome to We The Panel, a Terrace House podcast. A podcast where we talk about Terrace House, a Japanese reality TV show focusing on six lives, three boys and three girls, and they live all together in a really nice house. Hey there, my name is Jason. Hi, my name is Cheska. It's me, Tim. Hey, and it's James. And it is now, we watched episode four of Terror's House. Again, this is the first season. Now, again, before we start the talking, and what we're going to be talking about is what we saw. Um, spoiler alert, but hey, watch it with us and, you know, come back here and you can finally get what we're talking about. And, you know, you can even join the conversation. All right, guys. And again, we watched episode four. And boy, is it a doozy <laughs> oh yeah spicy episode this week very spicy compared to the past three yeah so what happened but first oh wait but before what happens um yeah james uh you have like uh you're gonna say um what do you guys think about it right Is that how it goes <laughs> hey, i'm gonna say yes, that yeah oh. yeah uh what do you guys think um of the episode just as a whole i guess spicy <laughs> Yeah, I am very happy with this week's episode. It was like action packed throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, just, just a lot of great stuff. But uh, better cliffhanger this week. Better cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm happy everyone has a storyline because <laughs> I've been talking so much smack about not everyone having a storyline and now they actually have it. So I'm happy. Mm. Yeah, it's a better sign now. Oh my god. I feel like I'm watching uh, a love story. Multiple love stories ensuing. And yeah, it's beautiful. It's very wholesome. Very wholesome episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. yeah, man. It was it was pretty cool. I liked how, like, I felt like the entire episode, like, there was always something going on. Like, of course, like, with other episodes, like, there might be, like, a little down point and then, like, something will happen. But I felt like um, the episode just like as a constant just stayed like with it, it kept our eyes like peeled onto the screen because like anything was gonna happen and yeah like it was it was really cool like I felt like there was a lot of setup for a lot of different relationships or different storylines and uh, we ended on a pretty crazy note <laughs> um, but yeah well let's uh let's get into how the episode actually went uh, mm-hmm. so as usual it started with uh, you. Uh, talking about everything that happened last episode and how last episode ended with the crazy bit of information that we found out uh, about Momo and how she lost her parents. Uh, And then it dives into this week's episode. So it starts off with with Tae-chan talking to Momo. Uh, Momo was on the phone with Tae-chan because she was stuck in Shibuya. Uh, She spent all of her money because she got drunk that night. Uh, lost all. She spent all of her money, and she basically had no way to get home. So Taechan's like, "Okay, yeah, I got you. I'm gonna call you a taxi. They're gonna pick you up, and I'll pay for it." Uh, and Sweet yeah, guy. so it was. It was that was already like, like considering what happened last episode, and like hearing the information that we learned, and then to know that she basically capped off the night with like just getting completely drunk and spending all of her money. I was just like, "Whoa." That's like that's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting start. Like, from you already see, like Momo has some internal struggles that maybe no one else in the group has learned about, 
And from mm-hmm. the past episode, she was talking to a fortune teller out of all people. But I guess, you know, that's okay for her because fortune tellers listen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wrote here, Momo no money. <laughs> As a first scene. <laughs> that's, that's true, rough. though. Yeah, It's rough. Real rough. But yeah, we'll I wonder what she did in those past few hours because we actually don't know what happened in that block of time other than her getting drunk and losing her money yeah like, i'm curious yeah now, the question is is do they not have footage of that or do they have footage of it and they just like cut it out uh, we don't know man was she know. was she alone like or was she with friends that's what i was gonna ask oh yeah because if, she, if she's going to a fortune teller is she going by herself and is she meeting with friends afterwards we don't even know like what her life is like outside of the house really yeah so it's like this kind of like it raises a lot of questions about her like we have uh, yeah. like uh we had all like montages of everyone on what they did as the job like their job right or occupation mm-hmm. except yes. for momo yeah, yeah. She's an aspiring or she's an author, but even, I guess, maybe it's too boring to have a montage of her writing something down or typing something. <laughs> but yeah, we don't really know much still, except, you know, her family issues. But then again, yeah, continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then after that, uh, she actually does get home, and then it, it pans to a, a shot of Masato, who's uh, writing a poster for his mom's birthday, because uh, his mom is celebrating she's having a birthday party that day uh and it was really cool it was, it was pretty cute it was a nice poster of him surfing he wrote a bunch of stuff on it saying thank you and then they go to um his mom's actual birthday party so the people that are there that i saw uh were masato of course uh Te-chan, uh shota seina and momo uh, i don't know like was Rie there I-, I couldn't really see i didn't see her i don't yeah. think so either. no yeah so the five of them were there. Uh, I'd, I'd understand if Rie couldn't go because she's a busy girl with her group and stuff. Yeah. But I thought it was it was pretty cool because like it uh we kind of got to see a little bit into more of who Masato is just as a person. Finally. Um, I yeah. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like from that one scene. I kind of feel like he's like a mama's boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the yeah. mom's pretty chill. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she looked really young in that in that birthday party. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was yeah, it was it was interesting. I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool, and like the entire just party scene was the, uh, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty heartwarming considering like how the last episode ended, and how we're just like oh snap, but then it's like the episode kind of starts. We're just like okay, yeah, this is nice. Um, but yeah, so after the birthday party, um, it goes to a scene with Masato and Sena. Uh, where they're talking, and uh, Masato invites Sena to go to, uh, I forgot what the city's called, but it was a place just off of Mount Fuji with him, because he was going for a uh, for a commercial shoot, which is really cool, and Sena was free, so he's like, hey, you want to come with? And uh, yeah, she says, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, another planting those scene. seeds. Another <laughs> scene of him surfing, but this time, <laughs> beside a boat. I get it. He, he surfs. Oh no, his man. job. He, he's riding those waves pretty, pretty, pretty well. It's pretty impressive. Oh. You're, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, right. Yeah. He, he's following a boat off of the waves it's making. That's pretty cool. 
But like, uh, it feels like every episode, guys, he's just, <laughs> there's a surfing shot of him. I think it's I happening more often. Because like, I remember the first two episodes, it's just like him cleaning his board. And then now we're actually watching him surf. Yeah. So I'm like, not too mad about it. But if it gets too repetitive, I'm, I'm going to be like, eh. yeah, 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 you're right. It's like he's either waxing his board or surfing or both. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, but but like but this time I feel like it was a little different because like one like it was super impressive. Like this guy was keeping up with the speedboat just by riding its wave. Like that mm -hmm. was really cool. Plus this time, um, we really we got to see that Cena really was paying attention to him, and like mm -hmm. I don't know, like I it I can feel like she's like super impressed with him. Like I feel like his like coolness level to her just kind of like went out through the roof. Um, and I feel like that wasn't like the most important part. Um, but what was really cool was after that, uh, is where mm -hmm. they actually went back to like the the van or whatever, and uh, they they got to talking a little bit and they were sharing food, sharing drinks. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cute. Sharing glances. Was, sharing glances. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. 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 Something's bubbling there. Yeah, I just see like planting seeds. It's mm -hmm. it's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Really um, make a cute couple. Yeah, I mean, me and Tim called it since episode <laughs> one. Episode one. So you know. <laughs> oh, Jessica, but are they still sleazy in your eyes? Oh, See, yeah. I don't know yet because, like, He's this is the first time. I know, but that's like the first time I'm actually seeing something from him. So I just need a little oh. bit more to completely trust him. Okay. Oh, 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 but, so like from yeah. a rating from one to ten, from one being the least sleaziest to ten being the most sleaziest. <laughs> what, is, what is your rating right now of his sleaziness? Because I feel like it kind of went down because we're starting to learn more about him. Like mm -hmm. the show literally showed us his family, and I'm like, okay, he's he's aight, he's cool. Yeah. But like, I think it went from an eight. That's where I placed him <laughs> first. To like oh. probably a five or a six. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I see. So, so it's it's getting there. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I definitely would have said like a six as well, because like yeah, like I'm still super suspect about him, but like you know we got to see a lighter side of him, so it's pretty cool. I was gonna say like mm -hmm. five, but I feel like that's like right two in the middle. So I still kind of like right. I don't really trust this guy. But like he, mm -hmm. he looks good, um, but yeah. Uh, so if we can, we'll move on from one date to another. If you can call the other one a date, I guess. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, like think, a, I don't, I don't think, think it's a date. date. Like, like a, no, like a friendly date. date. Like a friendly <laughs> they date. They hanged she's out. She's not a homewrecker. Yeah. Don't worry. She's not a homewrecker. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, I didn't um, say that. A friend date. So um, <laughs> we spent the day together. Right? So Momo. Uh, Momo uh, went to the guy's room, uh, knocked on the door, and Shota answered, and she basically asked if he was busy tomorrow. And he's like, oh, I have work. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, he's uh, like, no, no, what's up? <laughs> and basically, uh, <laughs> and basically uh, Momo uh, invites uh, Shota to this art exhibit um, because it has this like specific clothing or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, they end up going. It was pretty cool. Um, they went to the exhibit. They took selfies, I think, 
I don't know. It was a weird little contraption thing with like a camera and like little hands and stuff like that. I don't know. That was pretty interesting. But then uh, what was really important about that scene was after where they went for drinks. Uh, and Momo was basically just kind of talking about how uh, she uh, she, uh, she first talked about how she thought that there would be more love affairs within the house, mm, yeah. which I thought was pretty interesting considering that like there's already someone that's already in a relationship plus someone that's forbidden from getting a relationship. Mm. So I don't know if I'd really agree with her in that sense. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I agree with you. Like, if there's already two people that can't really date anyone in the house, then why would there be different love, affair- love affairs? Unless she was thinking about, like, cheating between yeah. different house members, but we don't know the answer yet. Damn. I hope I hope she doesn't wreck some homes because everything seems <laughs> all right right now. Well, well, okay. First of all, it's cool how they shot these because it's like when I guess what was it, the first day before uh, Masato and Sena they were doing their own thing. They're kind of like making it look like Shoyo and Momo had the same time, like they were just chilling at the same time. But like there were certain conversations with Momo where it's like. Mm, so what do you think about Sena and Masato? And like, Shoy's like, I think they're cool. I think they're just hanging out. But like, it seems like Momo's trying to insinuate these kinds of like love affairs or like, I guess stories or narratives that, yeah. But it's like there's that one point where it's like, oh, they're always getting drunk and like you know hanging out. <laughs> you think they're making? You think they've kissed or made out? And it quickly cut to Sena and Masato just eating chips at the back of the van. <laughs> and like oh, oh you yeah. can't open your drink like something so wholesome <laughs> that was really nice I like that part <laughs> do you guys think uh, Momo's putting the moves on uh, on Shota um, not really you think uh, it's purely platonic or I'm hoping it's not but but I mean she's barely talked to anyone in the house it's only Shota She's like, you know, she clearly, I think she came to Terrace House with the intent of finding somebody. I don't know. I just feel that way because she's putting, like, she thought that there would be a lot more love when, like, love affairs when she showed up. Maybe that's what she was looking for or what she was hoping for. And then, I mean, you know, Shatsu's a pretty cool guy. He's a good listener and stuff like that. I mean, like, I don't know. I honestly thought that she was asking those questions to get some inspiration for any of her writing oh okay but honestly i could see um your theory happening too tim so who knows it happened exactly (laughs) true true yeah it's a that's it's interesting i don't know because she's like oh man it's so hard because like I feel like the way that it's shot is that like we're it's reached the point where we're kind of rooting for Momo right now, mm-hmm. so we're seeing her in a like in like a lighter way, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you could think that she could be like insinuating some things, but I don't know. It's it's really hard to say, and I feel like that's what's really gonna like split decisions right now. Right. Um. After like that whole conversation and that entire scene, it skips to the next scene, which uh, is Sena and Masato. Uh, who are back at the house uh, after his shoot. Uh, and they just kind of have a little conversation there. Um, nothing really 
big happening there. Uh, but the really big part is the next scene where um, Rie and Taechan are together. Mm, yeah, they're, they're in the kitchen. Yeah, like washing it's, dishes together. It's such a cute scene because they're like they're so close to, together and they're like they're doing something together, which is really cool. And uh, and um, Rie uh, brings up uh, how there's a meteor shower happening that night. Uh, and she asked Taechan if he wanted to watch it with her, and he's like, "Oh yes, yes, let's do it." Um, which is really cool. It was really cute. Um, so then it ends to a scene where they're walking on the roof, and then they sit together, and it's oh god, this is just like a really cute scene because they're just like looking up at the sky. Straight out and, of uh, an anime. And <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah. And uh, Taechan actually pulls off this really good move where he's like, he's looking up and she's looking at him and he's like, oh, look. So she looks and he's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought that was so smooth. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, so okay, what'd you guys. Oh, sorry, before I ask you guys what you guys thought of the scene, he does this other thing where he brings out this blanket and he's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's really cold. So then he kind of puts the blanket around them. And it reaches the point where they're even lying down together looking at the stars. And they do this little, like, they see one shooting star go by, and they do this really cute thing where they do a little high five as soon as they see it. <laughs> see that? I saw that. Yeah, just the entire, like, that entire scene was just so, like, heartwarming. <laughs> yeah, so what do you guys think about it? Hello, it dear. was adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh... Just have to making moves. Mm-hmm. Without Shota's help. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't need him. Yeah, don't need him. <laughs> yeah, he's more confident now, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, play-by-play, guys? That was so cute. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, let's go Let's go back inside. Let's go back inside. They're washing dishes. And yeah. Rie's like, hey, um, you know, there's like a meteor shower tonight. And of course, Techa never experienced life. Uh, I've never seen one. I've never seen anything like that. Stars, what is stars? <laughs> and yeah, they just go up. It was like, what, midnight too, right? It was like, yeah. midnight, no, they go up, just us, them two. And either everyone was sleeping because they had to like, whispered like, oh, all right, we're up here. And like, yeah, you know, things are getting cool. They're just hanging out. And all of a sudden, the blanket comes in. I was like, oh. My guy, big brain play, big brain play. <laughs> yeah, that's some great, great play-by-play right there. Then all of a sudden, at a certain point, we all thought because we, we we watched this together. Are they sleeping? Were they sleeping? <laughs> yeah, fell asleep for a bit. Yeah, they all look like they fell asleep. Then nope, nope. All of a sudden, I missed it because I turned around. I was a really fast shooting star, <laughs> but they saw a shooting star and they're like, oh, I saw it, and they're like, oh. they went up and everything. I was just like. This is a really nice night for Taechan and Rie. Mm-hmm. It filled up my heartstrings. <laughs> so I think was it last episode when um, Rie was talking with uh, her coworkers about about everybody at the house? Yeah. <sighs> right. And then you know they're like, every, she doesn't really say much about Taechan, right? But then she's the one that brings up a, the, like the shooting stars that night. She's it was her idea. Right? Mm. right? Are you trying to say because she doesn't talk about Taechan, there's something about that? 
exactly that. Yeah. Just mm. what do you think as a girl's part. perspective? Yes, that's a good that's a good theory. As the only resident TikToker girl here, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, my thoughts on Rie not saying anything about Picha. Yeah, as that being a sign that she's interested. I mean, I can't say for every single girl because. As we all know, everyone is different, especially on their approaches with their loved right. ones. Right. Um, personally, for me, I I think if I do find someone special to me, right. I wouldn't really say anything about it. Mm. So, like, that's kind of mm. on a so I feel like she does have a crush on him, but she just doesn't want to admit it yet. Mm. Hi. 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 Because then it gets into her <laughs> business, right? Yeah. She said she has feelings for someone, and then, oh, there goes her contract. So she doesn't. Yeah, it's not just that. It's also like um, she has a contract with Terrace House, and it's like that and the AKB um, contracts like conflict mm. with each other, then she can't really do anything about it. So I see. Forbidden love. Maybe that's why she can't say, <laughs> oh, great, great point that out, Tim. Oh, man, that's a good point. Thank you, thank you. Ooh, this makes it spicier. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything um, else about that uh, that scene, guys? That was yeah, that was a really nice scene. That was just really cute. Yeah. I want more of it. But... Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was so like it was so suitable for Taechan because he's so like innocent and like young. <laughs> That like you know just a cute little scene with like them watching the stars like it felt so like it felt so like suited for that situation, mm -hmm. you know. So it's good. It was it was a cute scene. It was a cute scene, and yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious as to what's gonna happen with that now too with the whole like Rhea situation. But we'll get there, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so after this scene, it was crazy because we went to like such a high of like that happening to uh this next part uh which is where everyone is in the playroom and they watch the latest episode of terrace house which was yeah. last episode mm -hmm. and the specific scene that they're watching is when momo is with the fortune teller and uh when she says that she lost both of her parents and it's crazy like the the episode ends for them and everyone's just in complete silence they're all just like they're all just staring they're just like now and the dramatic music after the cut this is yeah like, order. Just like, like, that's it yeah so then they uh they all go to the uh they all go to the dining table afterwards and uh Sena, i'm assuming because like she either because she like feels like she could be close to momo or because she's the oldest kind of she's the first one to bring it up she talks about how her parents passed away so her her father had cancer or her, was it her mother that had cancer or her father? Her mother had an illness, and then yeah. uh, half a year later, uh, they found out that her dad had, uh, like, end stage, so I guess, like, stage four cancer. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, that That entire scene, like, that part was just, like, super tough. And, like, we'll get more into that scene, but one thing that I noticed was that, like, Momo, you know, she started, like, tearing up. And mm. I don't know if it's just me, but, like, if I saw someone, like, while they were talking about something super sensitive and they started tearing up, 
I would have like straight up grabbed like a box of tissues and just like brought it to her. But no one did that, which I thought was kind of peculiar. Mm. I don't know if I'm just making a big deal out of it, but that was just something that I noticed. Um, let me say this. I think that was the first time all of them were in the same room together since the first episode. Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure their chemistry isn't really there yet. So that's why they didn't really want to go approach her whenever she, uh, when she was crying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Especially with a subject okay. like that. Um, Heavy. It's like, yeah, yeah, gotta have to be really careful. And maybe it is taking a touch on like their, like, they're more reserved, right? Like, unless you're mm-hmm. a really close friend, even though they live together, it's not like they're really close as, at this moment, right? right. So talking to a sensitive subject like that, I could see they kind of halted on giving her a Kleenex or even like they're there, a pat on the back or like that kind of thing. Because, mm-hmm. um, it, even that too, because like that brought a lot of like, other things they talked about not just momo's parents but everyone else's parents so that was a yeah it was a, it was a very serious moment uh yeah i kind of like how they all started sharing their own stories like i guess just trying to relate to to momo not really like you know trying to give advice or anything but they were just trying to like connect with her on that level like their own mm. relationships their own like problems with like their upbringing and um i think like uh Rie said it best. It's like we don't know what you're going through, sort of deal. But uh, like, um, like I guess, like you know, she was giving that support that were there. Um, but yeah, um, just speaking on that part. Um, right before Rie kind of said the whole part where we say like, uh, we understand, like we can't understand, but like we feel for you. Um, Sena and Taechan, uh, they kind of like confessed a few things too, which I thought was really good. Like, so basically, say, uh, Taechan talked about how he lost his mother, um, at a very young age, uh, and his father, uh, was already pretty old and retired by the time that he was born. And I guess, like, the whole part of like that conversation, um, was talking about how, like, um, since Momo, um, she lacks, uh, important people to worry about. Because she had this whole part um, when she was talking about it, about how, like, um, since your parents do so much for you, uh, as soon as you're, like, out of the house and doing your thing, like, you need to provide back for them, right? Mm-hmm. And since she doesn't have her parents anymore, she has no one that she can provide for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was something that she kind of, like, she came to terms with. And it was something that was highlighted um, just in, like, little captions as we were watching it. Um and yet when like when Sena uh, was talking about how her parents went through like financial struggles, um, but at the same time, like her parents are still there. So she like she went through the, str- the struggle herself of having to like drop out of college and take care of her sister. Um, and basically like she her dreams were kind of put uh, to the side in order just to be able to provide for her family. And the whole thing with Taechan and how he lost his mother um, and how so that kind of affected him. And he's kind of vicariously like working for his father, who is also retired. So I felt that it was really good, like just to try to like sympathize with her um, and try to like bring her or bring Momo kind of down and kind of calm her down a little bit. I thought that that was pretty good on them. Uh, Yeah, like what did you guys think of that entire scene? It was definitely like, I don't know, like, um, a real talks moment. They're just like, you know, just sharing all their feelings. And I think that 
I think was trying to bridge the gap that uh, Momo was trying to say how like uh, you know she doesn't feel like she's able to talk to anybody in the house but mm. now that they're all putting their personal stories out there it's like kind of you know a gesture saying hey you know we can talk about this or we can talk about whatever like you can be candid I can be can I think um Sena said that to her like you you can just say or be yourself or something like that mm -hmm. she see something like yeah. that in the chat yeah um so so one of the biggest things that she had like a gripe with the house was she wasn't able to share anything right like that's what she said to the mm -hmm. fortune teller Mm -hmm. I'm glad she took this opportunity and instead of just like, oh, complaining about that, she took it like she actually opened up, which was great. And she did uh, she did say that she never really talked about the death of her parents, right? To any like mm -hmm. haven't talked about it at all. So I feel like that's a great step for her. And hopefully what they did that night, sharing those experiences and like just like talking grows and makes them have a greater bond than from before that like when they watch the episode like i hope yeah like they grow from it and like she's more open and hopefully that can open up into better relationships with the other housemates for momo and everyone else um just by looking at their reactions after they watched the episode i feel like they all felt very guilty for not knowing it or not like being able to talk to momo so after that conversation i feel like from there on their whole dynamic is going to change and it's going to change for the better and i feel like they're gonna actually interact with each other more as this mm. uh, episodes go on yeah like i feel like um there definitely is going to be like a dynamic change and i guess like that kind of that sequence i feel like was a wake-up call for everyone to realize that it's like there's six people living in that house and you know as much as you're focusing on like your career and your relationship like uh like as an example like uh Sena and Masato like as much as like they kind of like have their own thing going like um being in that house also does have a focus on the interpersonal relationships between all six of the people uh so I feel like after that entire like segment there like yeah like that's there's gonna be a dynamic change and it's going to help a lot for like the morale of uh, the entire house mm. oh yeah. for the for the better for sure yeah mm -hmm. so. yeah think, um oh yeah i think uh i think this is like you know the uh start of every season you know you introduce the cast you know like whether or not it's like a reality tv show or like an anime you just you know you, you get into it like they're they're building like the, the foundation for all these story arcs and then I think this is where we start to see, like, payoff of, like, you know, after everyone's introduction, you find out what they do, like, little planting seeds here and there about ships, relationships, whatever, and then, boom, like, you just get hit with, like, everything, like, you know, relationship with Masato and Sena, uh, with um, Rie and uh, Tae-chan, and then, oh, yeah, in the next scene, you know, the, uh, the whole um, firefighter arc with with Taechan and that gets like a small payoff too. Yeah. Um so yeah, so after everything that happened, it goes to the next day. Uh and we get to see a little bit more into Shota's life, which is really cool. Uh Shota goes to school. We get to see uh his university, which is really cool. And uh Shota gets to work on his grad project. Uh so I feel like we learn a little bit more about him and uh how he he 
works on mostly pottery and sculpting, yeah. which is pretty cool. He majored in yeah, pottery. Poetry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, poetry. <laughs> poetry. <laughs> yeah. Poetry. I would have believed uh, yeah, it. Um, but yeah, so he gets, we get to see more into his craft. Uh, but then after his classes and after working on his grad project, he's chilling with a really big group of friends, which I thought mm. was pretty cool. Um, but then he gets a call from his girlfriend. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, he it's it's so funny because like he sounded so like um confident stuff before the call. Like I, f- I think the the actual line that he said was like, Oh, you're so stupid or whatever, like as a joke. Uh mm-hmm. but then as soon as he gets a call from his girlfriend, he's like, Oh, it's my girlfriend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um so then his girlfriend asks him uh if they want to go out to eat uh but he's like oh i'm sorry i can't because uh chan's getting his uh his exam results back and we were all going to be at the house to see it um so that was that was something i don't know i don't know how significant that could be you know i don't know if it's planting some seeds that there might be a little bit of tension now because you know uh all of shota's attention isn't going into his girlfriend in school now there's that additional uh kind of piece that he has to pay attention to which is the house um so yeah what do you guys think of like that little bit of tension that you might have seen there yeah i could see it i mean she's like let's get let's get lunch i think yeah that's what she says to him like let's get lunch and he's like what now yeah oh i can't i gotta do like i don't know like yeah that that whole dynamic change like the way you read his like his body language or like the way he spoke you know when he's just chilling with his friends and then his girlfriend calls it's kind of like he's answering like a a phone call from his parents but yeah okay yeah (laughs) i'm out with my friends yeah okay i can't have lunch we'll do later pause like i don't know i feel like he's shackled I, I haven't seen much of the relationship, so I can't say it's like a bad relationship, but like, I don't know. I don't see more of Shota when he's on the phone with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he laughs at the most random times. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, sorry, I forgot to bring this yeah, up. Yeah, like, bring it up. Ago, yeah, yeah, go. But, uh, Momo, Momo and him are like having uh, uh, drinks together. And then she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought there'd be more love affairs. And then you have your girlfriend. And then he doesn't calm down. He just laughs. He's like, ha ah! <laughs> Yeah, he is. Uh, he does the signature uh, shot the laughs. Yeah. Like, from what we hear from the first episode, it's like, ha 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 You like her? Ha <laughs> And like, what is it this time? Like, he was having fun with his friends. Like, ha 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 Oh, it's the girlfriend. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And then he got all quiet. Yeah, you're right. It was weird. Like, he's kind of mm-hmm. ashamed that he has a girlfriend or something, or he's trying to hide it off. But, like, mm. everyone seems like he knows. Like, I, I think everyone knows he has a girlfriend. But, like, yeah, the conversation with the girl just be like, oh, I can't really, um, can't do lunch. I gotta go back to the house and share an experience with Taechan because he's gonna find out whether he, yeah. like, he got accepted or whatever. Then after that, like, he, I don't know, this is what I remember. He closes it. <laughs> Laughs again and just like scurries off. <laughs> oh, his and then friends. The... yeah, yeah. I was like, did he just laugh as soon as he hung up like from his girlfriend? Like, why? I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much from it. But he does. He does. Maybe it's just, his laugh is just so interesting. Do you guys think that um, part like maybe not next episode, but uh, like in the upcoming episodes, we will see Shota's girlfriend. Will she make a camera appearance 
Or will she just be a voice on a phone? I'd love to see her. <laughs> yeah, I would to love see to see her. And I want to see them How go on a interact. date. Yes! Yeah. Right? yeah. And I want to see just who's the... Uh, Who's the um? Who wears the pants in that relationship? Basically. Well, I can tell you that Chota's not the one wearing the pants in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like from what we've seen, like I don't know. He seems, again, for lack of a better word, pretty simpy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, hold up. You don't know what? Is he really a simp if he rejected a lunch date with her? Oh. Yeah, but he was like. Oh I don't know. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. That's okay, a good okay. point. Fair That's fair not point, very simp point. like. Because if a simp, no. a true simp would be like, I'm on my way, babe. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. Oh my point. gosh. Oh, good point. point, good point. But I feel like there's backlash from that. I feel mm. there might be backlash. Like... Do you think mm. when people are watching this show, they're like, I can't believe he turned down his girlfriend for the housemates? I was going like, to say, like defenders? that. Because like, like they are now agents of all of that like backlash, right? Or at least those comments yeah. or opinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing about being on TV, you know. Like you're gonna get both sides of any situation watching that. So there's definitely like a at least like a group of people that are saying like, oh my gosh, why is he not prioritizing his girlfriend over everything? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is it signs of a rocky relationship? I don't think so. Um, I think that's just who they are. Watch, they have this. You probably have the same laugh. Except hers is even like higher. Yeah, like or if 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 anything, it compliments it. (laughs) (laughs) If they laugh at the same time, it's a perfect third. Yeah. Exactly. Third. Sorry. Hard. Well, she's like the laugh. lower one too. Like she, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she actually, she actually sings a, a sixth below his. Hey. He's <laughs> like, I am Shota's oh. girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh my god! She's gonna have an alto alto voice. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, she's gonna be a female tenor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's. Maybe that's what makes it work, you know? The balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I feel like this scene is going to be important in the future because it's reality TV. Every mm. little scene can count in the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see something happening yeah. with them too later Ooh. on. Mm. And there's definitely going to be a lot of callback because, as we saw earlier, they watch the episodes. Mm-hmm. So this is all happening in real time here. So there's definitely going to be something said. Yeah, exactly. At least about that situation. Yeah, so basically they go out to eat lunch or whatever. And then it, it skips uh, to everyone at the house. Um, and they're all like, they're all talking about how like Tichan, uh, he's getting his exam notes back. Um, and they're all like excited. And then in through the door comes Tichan himself holding a letter. Mm. And they're all like, oh my gosh, there's the letter. And they they milk this scene out for like a while. Taechan's walking. He's like, okay, uh, this is the letter. And they're like, oh my gosh, is that the letter? He's like, okay, I'm gonna open the letter. And they're like, oh, do you want us to open it for you? He's like, no, no, no. I think I can open the letter myself. <laughs> and then it's just, <laughs> just like, okay, I'm opening the letter. Uh, 
you know what's gonna say at the top, right? That if it's yeah, yeah, I know, I know. All right, okay. Now, like, I'm gonna open it. Uh, and th- yeah, be sure to show us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cut. end scene right there. I was mm, so mad. They added oh so much more things. Like, do you see the paper? Oh, I see the paper. Are you gonna take out the paper? Yeah, oh, I'm gonna take it out of paper. Right let's see what your results is now. Okay, let's see. But you see it first, then we see it after. I'm like, yeah, that's how it works, okay. right? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh, in my uh, in my notes, um, as soon as I saw this, the the first note that I have here is, I hate this so much. <laughs> yeah, because come on, man, I hate, I hate cliffhangers like this, man. Oh, it's really like, I need though. to watch the next episode. But, but you um, know the producers are behind it. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Well edited. Oh. Like, exactly. <laughs> the producers are standing right outside the door before Techo. Just milk it, milk it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> 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 They're like, say more sentences about the envelope. We already took like five takes. I know. <laughs> I know. But, but we need more. five more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We need more facial, uh, like close-ups of your uh, the housemates. Be like, yeah, let's open it. Let's open it. Like different ways of them saying. It. Everyone has to say, yeah, open it, open it. Everyone. And they ask Tichan, they're like, Tichan, can you say I'm gonna open it like three times, but in different ways? Yeah. Like one's distraught, one's a little happy, but one's the happiest too. Like, <laughs> look a little bit worried. You look too happy in the last one. You know, like you just gotta. Yeah, it was, oh. was great. I just think that he passed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, that's the question know. I was gonna ask. You don't know. Oh, sorry, but you don't yeah. know. That, yeah, so I don't know. Like, yeah, what, what do you guys think? Like, do you think Tichan is gonna pass? Do you think he's gonna fail? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think he passed. I don't think. Oh. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's gonna add a roadblock to him, to his whole career path. He's young. I feel like he hasn't like experienced the rejection of like you know like a career path or a failed interview. I think so far everything's kind of been handed to him, including that job with uh, <laughs> Gardner, bro, with the, with the majestic beard, yeah. Shao Miyazaki. <laughs> I agree. Right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It would be a better story if he failed because mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't even. I kind of forgot why he was there for a bit <laughs> like he's an aspiring <laughs> firefighter right but like did we see any from the past episodes of him actually trying to be a firefighter like or at least i don't know maybe they didn't want like the show runners they didn't want us to see them or see him actually like oh yeah i'm i'm studying for an exam or whatever we i, I saw none of that so like maybe mm. if he does i hope i hope he passes but like if he fails that could be more of the stuff in the show where it's like oh yeah Taechan's working harder now. Like it just, it, mm-hmm. it would be making better TV. So mm-hmm. yes, especially with the way we all sympathized with like Sena and her rejection with like right. the struggles of their career. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Taechan's had it too easy for too long. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I also think he's gonna fail, but if. There was a possibility of him passing. I feel like it's going to be like a barely passing. Oh. Cuz like did you even see him study? 
at all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what was this before he got into Terra's house? Was he already waiting for like results? Oh, probably. True. Um, they didn't show know. that well enough because it seems no. like it's only been yeah. like, four episodes. It's been a month. <laughs> yeah. Every week they film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like um, this. Uh, this situation could go um, it could go either way and there are reasons for it to go either way like I feel like um, like I'm definitely on y'all's side saying that like he's not gonna pass um, but I feel like that's because like like everyone's kind of rooting for Taechan so it's like if he doesn't pass this then that's really gonna help like his his uh, underdog story you know everyone loves a good underdog story Mm -hmm. uh, rags to riches type of thing where it's like oh i failed but i am inspired to do better and then he his character arc just goes like through the roof uh but at the same time uh everyone is rooting for taechan so like everyone wants to see taechan win so if he passes it's like oh my gosh yeah our, our boy taechan passed you know so it, it really could go either way and honestly i wouldn't be mad if it went either way So yeah, are we all in agreements that he's gonna fail? <laughs> he's not gonna pass. Like that's our our guess for the next episode. Like, are we all in for he's not gonna pass? Like, what's the cutoff oh for gosh. um a pass and a fail? Percentile? Yes, oh. percentile. Like, what is the cutoff in Japan? Well, considering that it's firefighting and it has to do with saving lives, mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like the. I feel like it's pretty high to be able to pass it, you know? Like, right. like if it's percentage, I feel like you have to get, like, in a 75 or an 80 or, like, an 85 to pass that. Right. Like, I feel like if he's going to fail, it's going to be, like, say the pass is an 85, his fail is an 84.5. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just, like, barely there, but he still failed. That would help the storyline. Quite, quite like, a speculation, yeah. Yeah, because like imagine the difference of like the reaction of like he got an eighty four point five. He's like, oh, I was so close. Imagine if he got like a twenty. <laughs> devastated, just like. <laughs> yeah, everyone be like, oh, this guy's actually like an idiot. <laughs> well, maybe that's why we didn't see him study because he didn't study. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't even see him take the test either. Exactly. Like, didn't he take the um? Didn't he take the test before he got to the house? Uh, maybe I don't know. We we didn't see him say anything about his firefighter career other than I I'm an aspiring firefighter and the job at like the manual labor at the gardening shop would help with that. I thought in the um I thought in the first episode he said that um like. He, he did say that he was, like, studying to become a firefighter, but I also thought that he said in the first episode that he's waiting for his exam results. I, I, like, I could be wrong, but I, I thought he said that. So wait, so this is the exam for him to get into firefighting school, or is he, he's... I think it's the exam for him to, like, to become a firefighter. Oh, okay. So oh, I, like think, a, I, think, I think it's the latter. I, th I agree with Jay. I think it's the exam to get him into firefighting school. Oh. Because, like, if you're, like, doing... If you're already in the school, you're already doing, like, all these things to, like, um... Like, I guess, like, be physically ready. Like, I, I stumbled across, like, a, a weird Japanese firefighter um, obstacle course. 
and like the, the stuff that they got to do in the obstacle course is like really intense especially when you're carrying like a an oxygen pack on your back and then mm. they also got to do like um like a fireman carry with like well, one of the other students like over your back too so like you know if he's training for or like you know getting physically ready for it in the gardening shop i don't think he's gone to the training camp oh yeah yeah you're right, uh, you're right. Uh, he's also just a really skinny guy so yes, that too <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting interesting um but yeah as we said like the episode ends on him opening that letter uh yeah any we... uh i know any like any last little thoughts um about the episode as a whole or just the last scene um i think it's the best episode out of the four hands down just because you got so many storylines happening so many relationships and then a really good cliffhanger even though you guys hate it so much <laughs> okay i don't i don't hate it it's one of those things where it's like, I love it because it's so well done, but I hate it because it's like, I want to know what happens next, which is exactly. what it's supposed to do. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was, that was a great episode. Oh, do you guys, okay, so just one comment. You know when they were watching Terrace House, and you know how, like, you know, every Terrace House epi episode ends with the door closing? Mm -hmm. Did you guys think, because, like, it was, this episode was pretty well paced, so everything just, like, felt like, oh, damn, like, things are happening, right? So when that episode, like, when they stopped watching the episode for episode three, and, like, you know, there was, like, that silence, did you have in the back of your mind that they were going to end the episode then, too? <laughs> yeah, I could do that. So meta, but yeah. Because it's, like, it's meta <laughs> enough, right? Like, they're watching the episode last week which is basically last episode and it just closed and for a split like second i'm like are they gonna end it here too because that's <laughs> crazy like i wouldn't be mad because this is like well play terrace house but they didn't <laughs> thank god I feel like, yeah i don't know i feel like i wouldn't like it as much purely from like an audio type of standpoint because it, it plays the audio of that episode ending so if it went from door close few seconds door close like I, I feel like that just wouldn't sound good you know I, I get you I get you but it feels like it would plant a seed every time we watch the show if unless you're not looking at the timeline of the episode like at all mm -hmm. you're in the mm -hmm. back of your seat every scene of just like oh my god I hope it doesn't end <laughs> oh my god isn't right like, so like it's always in like the back of your seat which is kind of weird considering this is such a show about nothing <laughs> You're like in you're you're tense. I don't know. For me, I kind of get tense when this happens. Where it's like, no, they're gonna end it. No, they're not gonna end it. No. Okay. <laughs> but like, I kind of like that because it's like I gotta pay more attention or like enjoy the little details of each and every part of the episode. So it's nice. Mm. I like it. I just like the show, guys. <laughs> no. I'm I feel out. like the editors actually learned from, I guess, episode two because I. In my opinion, episode two was like the weakest editing I've seen so far. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they learned from it because now the pacing is actually getting more consistent and actually getting better mm -hmm. to the point where the cliffhangers is where people are like getting really frustrated. Like, no, I want to see more of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think like editing wise, they've improved so much from the first two episodes. 
I'm sorry. I was just looking at like my notes from the second episode, and just to remember like what the cutoff was there, and I definitely agree. <laughs> what was the cutoff? The cutoff in episode two was it was after they watched the first episode and they were all on their phones. Oh yeah. And then oh, it just right, cut off there. Right, right. Yeah. 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 That was kind of like, eh. but, I will but never this... forget that. Like, I was so <laughs> mad at how poorly edited that was. Wow. Damn, she said she'll never forgive. To I'll herself. never forget that. Oh my god! You know what this episode was called, joke. though? You know what this episode? What was it? It was what? called "Thank You for Being Here." Oh. Oh. I don't know. That's just random for me. That <laughs> 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 um. You know, it fits into the whole whole Momo arc, you know, like, thank you for being like, you know, we're here, we're here for you, you know. Oh, um, yeah. It fit yeah. with the, the mom's birthday party. Uh, Masato's always there for his mom and his family. And yeah. I guess that's true. Well and, played. You know, and whatever happens to Te-chan, you know, we're here. Yeah, even the date with Te-chan, you know, maybe Rie's mm. like, thank you for being here with me, you know. More yeah, than... I don't know. Did Momo say that? Like, th- thank you for being here. Like, did she say that at all? I don't. I feel that. like if they were gonna get the title for the episode, I feel like that's where they would have taken it. Because mm. I felt like that was like the biggest. Or pro- I felt like that was like other than like Chan and Rie's moment. I felt like that was the biggest segment of the episode. The whole like confrontation about what Momo said. Um, I don't think she actually said it. I think she said thank you for like talking to me, but I don't. I don't think she said thank you for being here, mm-hmm. which is a different True. context. Mm. Okay, so I originally did have this one really good subreddit post that I was gonna talk about, but as we were talking through, um, as we were just talking about the episode and everything that we said about how like how like everyone's getting like the storyline and all that kind of stuff it made me think of like just using this other reddit post that i saw and i feel really bad because i can't find it i spent the entire episode trying to find it but i can't (laughs) but i do kind of remember what it was and i just really wanted to like throw this question out there for you guys okay yeah so um with everything that we talked about today um, the question that I wanted to ask you guys, uh, which did come from Reddit, um, once I do find the post, I'll I'll send it over. Um, but it was like, since this house contains three guys and three girls, but the build is really slow, and this is probably the first episode where we really got a storyline for every single person, right? Mm-hmm. And we're we're what we're four episodes in, so for the first three episodes, we didn't really get too much into everyone. Um, so do you guys think that this show would profit from getting two additional members? So instead of six people being in the house, like what if it was eight people? Mm. Do you guys think that would help the show at all with pacing or anything? Or just would fit in the house and all the segments and stuff? Like, do you think having eight people would work? No. I don't think so, personally, because... Oh no, like the pacing of the show was already pretty slow with the first three episodes. So now like adding an additional two members, another guy and another girl, that's just more setup, I think. And then now you've got like eight different story arcs, right? And you got to jam that into like an episode like we have now where we see payoffs on like all the other things that they built up in the previous episodes, right? So I think like 
it would just be too much to like unless they made the episodes longer which i think they do later on in in uh, You'll see. other seasons right <laughs> right so i mean if the episodes are longer then sure but a lot to be jam-packed into these 20 minutes with a like you know with more people yeah True. i agree um i think in my opinion it's all based on the editing <laughs> like i'll mm. keep repeating it but yeah like if you add two people and they don't really contribute much what are the editors gonna do not really anything so you're just gonna leave out more storyline from the original six right and then you try to add the new two people here and there and then it's like it's gonna be the first two episodes consistently mm. Mm. okay mm. jay I think it can work if it was longer and if they, but I feel like if it was eight people, the show would totally change its pacing. Like, yeah, I agree mm. with a certain extent with Cheska. It's just cause yeah, there is a lot of like, especially like the beginning, right? Like we have to learn and like, we have to like understand who are these characters are in the show and it can be very overbearing at times. Like there's only six people, but I feel like, the show did a good job enough now to make us realize, oh yeah, this is what they do. This is what their internal struggles are, or beginning to see their conflicts. And adding more people would be just like more introductory like episodes, which you kind of don't want anymore because it's like we know them now as the surface level. Let we should know them more as in like in a deeper level, I guess. Um, yeah. Weirdly, six people work. Like, yeah. Um, if we put four people, uh, there has to be a ton going on there. Like, especially if they do this every week, but f I know there's other shows like Terrace House, like recently that's been popping up, which is actually like more people. But I think the longevity of the show is actually like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So maybe that can work more just cause they could, they have enough time to like space out like this narrative and that narrative. But yeah, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. Like. I'll, I'll, I'll before okay so you answer your part because i'm interested in what you think and i'll add something else to that question thanks i feel i feel like so i asked this question um and like i definitely agree with you guys on this like six people is that perfect like sweet spot um but i really wanted to ask this because like i i had a feeling this was gonna happen so i kind of thought um what would happen if they were to have eight people and i feel like because of like since like this episode was super jam-packed but this but other episodes haven't been and one thing that terrace house does is that if you're not doing something that's like mildly interesting you're just not going to get airtime mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah so um having the additional people there could keep like the not the pacing but just kind of keep the interest level like high because it's like the more people that you add uh the less time there is to kill right because at that point like there are going to be so many different storylines that you're going to enter into that there's no time for you to or there's no time for you to include just a throw-in segment in there or something like that right so it kind of keeps the interest high but at the same time like yeah i agree like having eight people feels like it's a bit of a crowd you know like imagine just just looking at eight people sitting together at a dinner table like that already feels like it's a lot um so yeah like i agree with you guys that like six people is that sweet spot 
but if they did add eight people and did something to kind of like accumulate for the additional two people in terms of like time like so yeah if they extended each episode by 10 minutes or whatever like yeah it would def i feel like it would work and i feel like it wouldn't diminish the show too much um but at the end of the day i feel like Karis house is really smart <laughs> with just the entire production and like how many people to bring in uh but yeah i'm, I'm glad you guys had like some sort of input there um so if that's the case that means if there was more than i guess there was eight people and to make it work the only way i could see it is you're gonna see some people that's not gonna be in episodes at all yeah yeah again yeah like you're right if you're boring they're not gonna film you (laughs) and it's and it's and it makes sense like we again this is a tv show right people want to get invested in it but What I don't like about some things in Terrace House is when they see a drama, like, and you're going to get your TV time. Sometimes that drama is so, like, either, okay, I've seen it enough times. Can this end already? I actually want to see what other people are doing. So that's mm-hmm. always finding that balance where it's just like, okay, I hope they're, they kind of finish off with this narrative. Can we find out another thing? Because I'm like, because I, we, you and me, James, we, we've watched a ton of Terrace House, all right? Yes, we have. And there have been times, honestly, where it's like, can they stop with this storyline? I'm so tired of this. Can we move on? Like, See, but what's really funny with that is, like, I feel like there are also times in Terrace House, and mm-hmm. looking through the subreddit, like, I see that, like, there are people that actually agree with this stance, that, like, there are dead spots in Terrace House. Oh, yeah. Um and yeah so that that was kind of like what sparked my interest in having this question um or yeah just saving that question in general was like i would like would you rather have a boring person have screen time um or have an additional interesting person interesting person take their screen time like it's one it's one of those kind of like battles that like i guess the producers and the directors would have to work with yeah um and at that point it's just prioritizing what do you think um the masses would like um but yeah but we have seen in other seasons even just with the six people we have seen like boring characters just not show up in an episode um like momo in like the first couple episodes just like she didn't have much screen time at all yeah Mm -hmm. it'll be like you you don't really get invested into their story Mm -hmm. but you'll see them in like they'll be in the side of like a segment they'll be like Like, at the dinner table as someone else is talking yeah they exist so let's show them a shot of them eating lunch yeah (laughs) move on rolling their face (laughs) Mm. um can we compare it to like american reality shows because i feel like it's the exact same thing and like say for competition shows they have like 14 people at least and they're filming probably let's say like four max so like i don't know like i want to know what you guys thoughts are comparing to the american reality shows um i feel like um i feel like in terms of american reality shows i don't know like the the only kind of comparison um that i can think of mostly just because of recency is uh, I watched the Netflix show Too Hot to Handle. 
Um, and I know that Jay's in the middle of watching it right now, so I'm not going to spoil too much. Um, but they have, let me think, how many people do they have in that show? Um, they have about 10 people uh, within that show that are consistently there, at least. Because there are people that mm-hmm. leave and then like other people show up. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure that it consistently stays at about 10 people. Um, and there's straight up a character that basically doesn't show up the entire season because she's the only one that doesn't kind of like do anything in in that area. Um, so yeah, like uh, in American TV, like they're not afraid to just cut you off if you're not yeah. interesting. And I feel like that's just like the TV or entertainment industry as a whole. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're if you're not interesting, like why are we going to choose you? It's the it's the same thing as like when Sena was at the casting, or had, at her audition. Yeah. It's like yeah, like how can we differentiate you? Like how are you gonna stand out? Like that's the only like you need to tell us how you're gonna stand out because that's the only way we're gonna give you time. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good do you point, feel David. like with um? Okay, so with like how there's a lot more people in other shows. I feel like there are more people there are the more instead of what the character is that you're trying to understand the more you look at them as a caricature like mm-hmm. just see them more as one dimensional so mm-hmm. like i guess if you have more people you kind of just like start to separate them out. oh that's the couple that does this one thing this is a co- another person that does this one thing too like that's right. evident i feel like i you know um like less people you start dissecting them more as just a one-dimensional thing and you start mm-hmm. looking to them i think that's why it kind of works out with terrace house because it's like okay that six number six people are just like that magic numbers like with 30 minutes you kind of get to know who they are more than just like that like one thing so that's like momo like oh yeah she's an author or like he's a firefighter right like we're starting to understand them more in a deeper sense but in terms right. of like um west like yeah like like amazing race like or something like that like contest stuff like you kind of just see them oh yeah they're the couple or they're they're the person that does this one thing and like sometimes they get that screen time and they get that like that notoriety or that um identity of who they are and then it kind of just travels throughout the show right Mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting yeah what i think about american tv shows is if the cast is getting boring, then they're going to add more challenges, like competition challenges. With Terrace House, like if something is boring, then they kind of have to adjust the cast in some type of way, like whether it be personality or possibly like adding another cast member. Hmm. Yeah, and like that's like a part that I really like about Terrace House is like they want to alter the actual storyline instead of adding challenges to make it more interesting hmm. it's like next level yep. okay this is what you have to work with we can't really change yeah. them there is no challenges <laughs> yeah. there is nothing that we could add so like kudos to those editors so yeah yeah <laughs> tim man what do you think do, do you watch american tv tim <laughs> Uh, yeah, like reality TV shows because I know you, you you watch a lot of anime so that's that's what I know I mean like I watch American sitcoms The Office Friends How I Met Your Mother but like not really like reality TV I mean 
I think my the peak of reality TV, I think, was when I was in grade eight and everyone was talking about like the Jersey Shore or something really stupid. Oh my goodness. <laughs> or keeping up with the Kardashians or something like that. Mm-hmm. True, true. And, you know, they're, those shows are completely like paced differently. It's drama every other turn. Like, who's yelling at who? Who's getting like whatever thrown at them? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's That's my only experience with that. True. Wait. True. Are singing shows like those competition shows counted as reality TV? Yeah, they are. Yeah, really, so. like The Voice, yeah, American Idol, yep. um, yeah. RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race. That's all reality TV. Yeah, it's In all essence, reality. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, Has those that ones changed aside, your... those, No, those those ones are like all competition based, right? Big Brother mm-hmm. and like all that. So that's mm-hmm. that dynamic. So I guess like the only closest one to Terrace House would be like. Yeah, Jersey Shore, keeping up with the Kardashians. Or it's, it's based on their life. Their genuine life. Sort of, you know, like. Speaking of Jersey Shore, didn't they only have six people too? I only oh, remember. You can't ask me that question. I have no I, idea. I only remember. Uh, There's three guys. And uh, uh, what's the other guy? No, there's four. The My situation. bad. There's four. There's four. So there's four. Yeah. There's four guys, four girls. My bad. Mm hmm. Oh, there's eight. Yeah, there's okay. eight. And that was a lot. That was a lot to handle. But then again, oh it, they, they probably had the same issues. Like, oh, this guy didn't do much. Let's go to the biggest drama guy or girl. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that show, you could see the producers in between takes whispering in the uh, in their in their ear about you know like do something. Yeah, yeah. Throw the bottles at the bar. No, no, no. It's okay. We'll pay for it. Like, there's an actual scene where like you see a producer like tell Snooky like yeah, just throw the Throw the bottle at the bar and make a huge scene. And, yeah. Sounds like another podcast. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we ain't touching that. Oh my gosh. Not touching it with a ten foot um, hockey stick. Got it. Got it. Uh, but yeah, um, I feel like um, this kind of plays into like even just like Japanese culture, because like in American culture and like American like reality TV, it's really like relationship based, mm. right? Like it's like, oh yeah, who's gonna hook up with who? uh why is this person like beefing with this person uh all of that like constantly whereas in like terrace house and i guess like even in just japan like japan is a very like career oriented like all the people are career oriented right so in american reality tv shows when people hook up now like they have so many people because when people hook up you follow the storyline of those two as an item Mm -hmm. right Whereas, like, in Terrace House, for or at least what I've noticed with this season in particular, since everyone's very career-driven, you're following the singular storylines of them. Mm. With the exception of maybe, like, Sena and Masato, I guess. <laughs> um, but for, for the majority, like, you're just following the storylines of people just as their individual selves. So, yeah, that's why, like, yeah, like, I guess six people is the sweet spot for them. <laughs> for now. We'll see. You never know what happens. Times will change. A lot can happen between 2012 and now. That's true. <laughs> that, that we, we, still got, we still got 94 episodes to go, man. Like, this guy's oh, counting it, too. <laughs> 94 episodes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, and um, so if no one's really got anything else to say, uh, this is where we're going to end off the episode. Um, but before we end it off... Um, you can follow all these lovely people 
um, on social media and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at jamesjt27. I also do have uh, my own personal YouTube channel where I do some music and stuff. Uh, well, you'll find that down in the description, I guess. Um, and yeah, Tim, where, they, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on my IG, uh, Timbit1997. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, Jessica? <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at Camille underscore. And then since I am the resident <laughs> TikToker of this podcast, you can find me on TikTok at Camille. And Jay? And yeah, uh, you can find me at Twitch, uh, twitch.tv uh, slash fur jiggles uh, and my ig and yeah my my twitter at for jason f-e-r-j-a-y-s-o-n and they're all going to be yeah showing up on our borders over here you'll see that but other than that thank you again guys for joining us with we the panel the terrace house podcast goodbye everyone bye, bye.